The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McCray, Heckma Harrison, and Nui Scruggs. Victory Monday right here on the Players' Lounge. Let's ride. We eat W's. Barry Church. I'm Newey Scruggs. This show is brought to you by Tostitos. <laughs> Cowboys 33, Eagles 13. They're Ooh. actually airing it right now on uh, NFL Network. Ooh. Showing a picture of Mike McCarthy playing, playing injured, playing mm. injured out here. Electrolytes. Keep guessing. Getting it done. Keep, get, keep guessing, right. baby. Yes, he the did. Yes, was he in did. Effect. <laughs> it was in effect yesterday. Uh, all of us were correct yeah. in choosing this game. Um, looking at it here, Barry, you had the Cowboys winning by seven. D-Mac, you had the Cowboys winning by 13. Heckman, you had the Cowboys winning by 14. I was, uh, I had them winning by four. So, bottom line is the Cowboys ended up getting it done. They uh, had Philly down, had to leave, had to leave down 20. So, you were the furthest away from uh, from picking the, the score, right? Uh, is that correct or not? Yeah, we both. No, uh, you were. You, okay. had, you had him three. Yeah, you you, you were plus 13. three. I was yeah, plus yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heckman had a plus 14. Like Church that. had a plus seven. Bottom line is, they got the win. You should have took that tasty cake bet, man. man. You ran up out of his scared. <laughs> you should have took that tasty cake, man. Ran up out of his scared. You know, <laughs> complained all week. Is that what it is? You stood That's on. what you felt. You, you felt stood on. You felt scared. You felt scared. That you was some scared going on, huh? on business. I got to know, man. I've been waiting... <laughs> what, 24 hours almost now? I got to know, man. What, what, what's your thoughts on the game? What was you seeing out there? What, what's going on, Heck, man? You know, what, what's the deal, man? You know I had a little time. <laughs> you know I had a little time. <laughs> you know, this is this is what they call a, a D-Town delicatessen. You know what I'm saying? We don't eat zebra we, we don't we don't eat tasty cakes around here. Okay. We, do, right. the, we do the little Debbie's, you know, the little, little Debbie, Debbie little Z- zebra cake, you know, out of the Dallas Independent <laughs> School District. You know, that's what they call uh, Alamo right there. You know what I'm saying? D-I-S-D. Yeah, out of the D-I-S-D. <laughs> Man, I loved it. I loved okay. everything. Okay. I loved everything about the game. I love what we did up front. I love winning in the trenches. Our offensive line that we've been questioning all this whole time, I think y'all saw them. Beat them boys up up front. Okay. And we needed that. And that's something that's going to travel through this next phase of the se- of the season that we're going through. That y'all know tough, man. I mean, come on. There's no mm-hmm. way around it. Mm-hmm. The Buffaloes, the Miami, everybody that you know we're about to play, it's going to be the tough part of our schedule. But I love the way our offensive line performed, specifically. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, I'm, I was ecstatic to watch watch the defense play. Okay. Uh, the defense to me came, and all, although they they, <laughs> they, they they were giving up some yards, you know what they did was they found a way to get back to taking the ball away, yeah, they, right? They, they, and it they, they, wasn't uh, interceptions, but they said, hey, you know what, we're going to punch it out, right? And they were attacking the football. And I like the way that Dan Quinn said, hey, listen, hey, Gilly, you the guy. Gilly, you the guy, and we all, all, all of us in here said that Gilly is the better cover guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, here and Deron Bland is the best takeaway guy. But Gilly went in there and earned every dollar that he's getting paid mm-hmm. and more. And I said our secondary needs to hold up, and that's what they did. So I'm, I, I was happy to see the defense play the way that they played. 
Old man Gilly. Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah, shouldn't have said that one. See that? You remember what happened to Dylan Brooks mm-hmm. when he called LeBron? Oh, I'm yeah. telling you, the, the young, these youngsters, they're going to get y'all school, though. Y'all still school. Disrespectful. <laughs> 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 and, and to do it against A.J. Brown. Yeah, big time. Um, and, and, and the other kid over there, uh, that, was, that was impressive. It really was. And that's the kind of thing that leads you into, if you're Jerry, okay, he's a free agent at the end of the year. That that's a player that, especially the next couple weeks, because you got Stephon Diggs coming up this week. Then you got the Cheetah next week here, and then you got St. Brown. I mean, you about to see some Pro Bowl receivers here. Yeah. You keep this going, um, man. That's that's not only gonna have to bring it back. That's gonna be an interesting contract of what you do to bring him back. He'll be thirty four. He's thirty three right now. Probably the oh, I want to say the oldest starting corner in the league. But man, that that is something that you can't not let that get out of the building. In my opinion. Yeah, you can't do it. I mean, he played outstanding when uh, whoever he was going against, whether it's Devontae Smith, uh, A.J. Brown, whoever the case may be, he he stayed on top. You know, yeah. that, and that's what we talked about last week about, you know, do you contain the big play or do you, you know, and let them get between the 20s, kind of a bend but don't break defense, or how do you play that route? And I feel, feel like they did do that because they were able to move the ball, running the football on this Dallas Cowboys defense. But when it came down to it, to me, this game really came down to two things, man. It was the penalties. Cowboys were the more disciplined team out there. We saw, you know, Philadelphia have bone-breaking penalties out there. And yeah, I'm talking did. about drive killers and drive yeah. extenders. When you when you talk about two that came to mind to me were the Darius Slay, Slay play. It was a the third pe- down and like mm-hmm. okay, yeah, 13. Oh, yeah, that's coming up. It was third down and 13 or whatever. The gall- well, it was short to Gallup. Yeah. That's a you know pass interference that extended that drive, which the Cowboys then went on and scored. And then you also talk about the Bradbury play, third and six yeah. with uh, Turpin. Now these were both pass interferences, mm-hmm. but to me the more disciplined team was the Dallas Cowboys, and they went out there and earned that. And then you talk about these takeaways, three of them from Philadelphia's three best players overall. You talking about you know Hertz, you talking about Swift, and you talking about uh, AJ Brown. And to me, it's it's the fumbles, but it's where they occurred at. All three of those fumbles were in Dallas's territory. Smith. Smith, that's what. Oh, Smith, I'm sorry, Smith. All three of those fumbles happened deep in Dallas's territory where Philly's driving, and they could come away with some points, either seven or three. They're driving, and they're deep in their territory, and you got the huge strip out from uh, Donovan Wilson. You yes. got the big-time punch out from Marquise Bell. Yeah, I, I said he had a ball out, and yeah, he went out there, and he guy. did his thing. So shout-out to Marquise Bell and your boy, Demont Clark. Mm. You know, they both, to me, played outstanding game. But uh, to me, it came down to those two things, penalties and this defense having a knack to take the football away. Ten penalties for Philadelphia for 95 yards in the game versus the Cowboys. Seven penalties for sixty yards. Yeah, that's what that's what it came down to. And I hated the the, the one. I know Biotis was getting called back to back penalties and mm-hmm. stuff. Dumb look on that on the on the foot getting caught on Zach Martin. Oh, like, they all just, tripped over. Like, so, yeah. That's I'm watching the film. I said that you know sometimes it's just not your day. Yeah. <laughs> that's like you can't even control that at that point, right? You just your, your body's out of position and you're trying to stop yourself from falling. You just so happen, um, you know. T- to get a penalty in that situation. Mm-hmm. So I know it's a penalty that has to be called and, and like that's on him. But to me, that's just dumb luck. Yeah. That's one of them you, you look at and you like, man, we need to fix penalties. Hey, like, how can we fix this one? Going over to the other side, I mean, talking about defense, man, I, I, I we we started the week off talking about it. And Dan Quinn, we still trust because of mm-hmm. Seattle and their wide you, receivers. You, wait, I'm sorry, what you doing with this? You what can you, eat that? 
What you mean? Oh, you about to eat it? You done open the mean? box? <laughs> like, I'm just saying it out. I'm just saying it out. I'm saying what you put said it by yourself. It's 320 calories per serve. I wish you ain't tell me that. I was about to reach over there and grab one. I didn't want it. I just said it right there. I just said, don't worry about it. Don't feel tempted at all. About all tempted at all. My whole workout gone. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. But anyway, but I was talking about this defense, man, and going back to that Seattle game and the effect that DK Metcalf had in that first half. And then you started talking last week about do you travel, uh, Stephon Gilmore, and you saw immediately they didn't wait. It wasn't uh, we gonna played. we gonna make an adjustment mm-hmm. in the second half. We talked. I mean, we talked extensively about that. Mm-hmm. And you saw, man, his ability. This, that was a battle. What y'all didn't see on TV that in the stadium, though, they were chirping the entire game. Mm-hmm. Like it was it, it timeouts talking across to each other and. That battle, man, the way that it played out and just the way that Stephon Gilmore rose to the, uh, the challenge in that this is a guy that you know what he's made of. He's got all the accolades you, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it's like his value to this team, I think, is way more than whatever dollars and cents is because on the other side of that, for Bland, did he, they didn't even test him. No. <laughs> they didn't even test him. I mean, and, and they did have a little safety help over the top at times, and I don't blame them for that, right? Mm-hmm. But still – to not even attempt to even go over there and, te- and test the guy that you know, hey, if I put some a 50-50 ball out there, chances are 26 can can intercept this. But defensively, just staying disciplined. You guys have gotten on them about those tight the T stunts mm-hmm. and getting out of their assignment alignment sound and giving uh, Hurts an opportunity to burn them in the run. They stayed up the field. They stayed assigned to sound, and that didn't allow Hurts to do any of that, but he still has some plays. And usually when you see Hurts make those plays with, with his feet, you're like, uh-oh, here they come. Mm-hmm. They're about to, you know, hey, they're about to do it. They're on the move. But they didn't have any interceptions, but those fumble recoveries, man, Huge. that was the de- that really defined this game and the way that the defense performed, taking the ball away as they were on the drive those three times. And when you look at it, man, there was, there was two things that kind of, you know, stuck out to me as well, in that first go around, you saw Hurts make all the throws. Whatever the case may yeah. be, you saw him being able to drop it in the bucket to Devontae Smith on the sidelines right over top of Bland. We're like, man, that was a heck of a throw. It comes to this game in the Cowboys stadium. The same type of throw he had right off of the fingertips of Devontae Smith. Right off of him. Just you know, just a step short. It was the throws that he wasn't able to make. And then you look at it, and if I'm Philly, I'm slightly concerned. Just, just a slightly concerned because when Dan Quinn was throwing that zero pressure. And for those that don't yeah, know what zero about pressure. I ask you about that, man. Just, you know. For those that don't know, everybody's coming except for the cover guys. Yeah. So the, the back, you know, the corner safeties, they got man-to-man coverage, no help. When they're throwing that, that at you and it hurts, you saw it. They weren't disguising. Everybody was at the line of scrimmage. You got to have an answer for that. You got to. And he, he wasn't able to do it. He was back playing, you know, throwing those fadeaway throws that weren't right where the receiver can catch it and, you know, make a play and get up field. I think that confused him a little bit. So if I'm Philadelphia, I'm like, we got to get an answer to this. Because you know it's a copycat league. And you know that's exactly what defense is going to do. They're going to look at that and say, oh, he, he struggles when, when, you, when you bring it out on, when you uh, blitz him like that. So to me, if I'm Philly, I'm slightly nervous. But, man, Dan Quinn, he has some answers for him. The, the answer is going to be screens. <laughs> like, that, that's the way you be zero covers yeah. is you, you run a screen or you have a, a, a quick out or a quick slant, try to get across somebody's face. Um, but, like, 
This is why we continue to talk about in Dan Quinn we trust, mm-hmm. right? Because you see him be able to go out there and then make those adjustments from game one to now, or for the beginning of the season to now, or Deron Bland playing well to slipping a little bit to, okay, I'm going to talk to my guys, and Gilly, you're going to go over there, and this is going to be your assignment, and this is, this is what we need you to do in order, order for us to win. And I think the reason they don't throw at Deron Bland is, I didn't see on All-22, I haven't watched it, but I'm assuming that there was, like you said, some extra attention over there mm-hmm. to where Bland was maybe a linebacker or Marquise Bell or they disguised showing it like they were going to be giving a little help to Deron Bland and got uh, Jalen Hurts off his spot a little bit before he went over there to try to test Gilly, which was a losing battle for him. So Dan Quinn is just he just masterful with how he's calling plays and, and getting his uh, his players in the right position to do what they do best. Eat Deron Curse making plays. You just see guys out <laughs> yeah, there. I'm saying you see well, guys out yeah. there playing well. Marquise Bell. Like you said, hey, is he undersized? Can he make the – he goes out there and makes a huge – play to cause a turnover. Mm-hmm. Dan Quinn, to me, the, 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 his hampers, he, he just he just doing it, you know, the right way here with the Dallas Cowboys. And I don't want to see him go anywhere. So I'm going to just, hey, DQ. Last night's broadcast had him leaving. I know. I heard, yeah, I heard yeah. They, 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 they were trying to get him up out of here. You won't see him again. Ain't no way he can be here. That's what they mad. It was rough. Looking at the drive charts for Philadelphia, they had nine drives in this game. Did not score one single touchdown. Let me just go through what they did. Got the ball, you know, First drive, ball to 25, eight-play drive, ends in a fumble. Second one, starts at 25, eight-play drive with a field goal. Third one, starts at 25, 10-play drive, <laughs> ends with a field goal. Fourth one, starts at 25, three-play drive, end of half. Second half, uh, get the ball to 25, four-play drive, fumble. Sixth one, get the ball to 27, improved by two yards. Three plays, punt. Uh, seventh drive, starts at the Philadelphia 25, nine-play drive, ends in downs. Then the last two, they both started at 25. The first, uh, it was a seven-play drive, ended in a fumble, and then the last one, two-play drive, end of game. Um, this was dominant when you look at this and you just say, wow. Um, this defense really did respond, and I thought McCarthy had a good thing that he talked about after the Seahawks game. They went back. They looked at what they needed to do. They saw a thing. Okay, we need to adjust here, do this, do that. And, and boy, they were on point. This defense was on point last night. Who would have thought? That Mike would have called the game that he called last night. He was on fire. On, Mike was on fire. He was on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, got, Big I, Mike. I, I, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, Big Mike was on fire last was, night in his play calling. Just a running game. To, well, that's what shocked me. Finally. More than anything. Finally. The running game shocked me. And Rico, the, Rico out the ball, huh? Hello. He said, listen, he said he wanted to be a running team. I'm going to say this. Mike, Big Mike has been cooking to me all season because he started one way. Like I said, he adjusted. And the change that you've seen, or not even the change, maybe they just weren't on the same page because it was a new offense being put in. And the more comfortable that all these players have been getting in this offense, I think it's working better for Big Mike. But I think he's been cooking all season. Uh, He's been playing. If you're playing from ahead, he's been able to keep the leads. (laughs) If you're playing from behind, whenever that is, you've seen him be able to get Dak Prescott and his offense in position to come back and make plays. And last night was no different. Last night was, to me, masterful by both coordinators, offense and defense, and special teams as well, even with that mm-hmm. fake punt. It's, 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 it
He, uh, their offense was short. Yeah, their <laughs> offense, yeah, he yeah, outscored yeah. Philly's offense. So he had four field goals, and then he had uh, one, two, three extra points. <laughs> he outscores yeah, Philly's yeah. offense, and he's and he's and he's. I remember he, he reminds me of what Dan Bailey was when Dan Bailey yeah. first caught fire here yeah. and couldn't miss, mm-hmm. right? And Dak Prescott called him butter, yeah, <laughs> that old <man>. butter, <laughs> butter hitting them field goals, man, and and that and that makes it easier for you to be able to call plays and then trust in your defense because you know you have that weapon out there to go and get you that three no matter where you're at on the field. Brandon Aubrey, sixty. Yard field goal, 59 yard field goal, 50 and 45 mm. yard field goals in the game. First player in NFL history to hit two 59 plus field goals in a game. Go back here, you look offensively. Um, the first play, the, they had they scored on seven of the nine drives they had offensively. The first one was a 10 play drive, ends in a touchdown. Second one's a 13 play drive, ends in a field goal. Cooking. Third one ends in, is a 12 play drive, ends in a touchdown. Then an eight play drive, ends in a touchdown, got half. In the second half, first drive they punted. Second was the fumble, which ended up going back for a touchdown for the defense. But then they closed the show with three straight field goals on drives of nine plays, 11 plays, and nine play drives. Mike McCarthy is uh, dang good, and you start looking at him. This is 10 wins now for the Cowboys in three straight seasons. The last time they've had that happen was the 1991 through 1996 seasons. What we're seeing from Mike McCarthy as a head coach and a play caller is – Man, this is this is this is going to be hard for somebody to tell me, and I don't care how this season ends, to tell me you're going to get rid of this guy because you have to replace two people: a head coach and a play call. Yeah, ninety-one and ninety-six was some good years. Hey, they were Super Bowl years. That was some uh, good years, man. I ain't going there. Hey, no, no, hey, but the conversation, but the yet. conversation we had last week were, were in the passing game came down to Tony Pollard and what his effect could be as well. Seven catches, 37 yards. And that's all we needed. You know, we needed him to make an impact on on moving the chains, but also Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks and his ability to stretch to get down the field. They try some, you know, crossing routes with him, things like but they, those you can see that safeties you put a linebacker on them or a nickel on Brandon Cooks, you're asking for trouble. Yeah. You're asking for trouble. And that's the same thing right now with Jake Ferguson. You you get weak coverage on, on number eighty seven, you're asking for it. Let's get a break in. Um we must talk about the lion. The flu game. Mm. The flu game. <laughs> For Micah Parsons. We'll do that next with Danny McCray, Hackman Harris, and Barry Church. I'm New East This is Blaze Lounge brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or any time you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. 
The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in Heart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in How About Them Cowboys. Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a we thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks, home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back, Back to the Players' Lounge. Tis the season for youth football and dance camps presented by Invisalign. Don't miss your chance to learn from the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders and former NFL players at AT&T Stadium on December 22nd and 23rd. Celebrate the holidays with the Cowboys. Register today at DallasCowboys.com slash camps. Thank you, Heck Harrison. You're in the Players Lounge. Brought to you by Tostitos. Got Barry Church. Got mm-hmm. Danny McCray. I'm Newey Scruggs here. Micah Parsons with his uh, 12th sack of the season last night. 12 sacks in the first three NFL seasons. That ties him mm. with Reggie White, who Ooh. is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So only those two men have done that their first three seasons in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the note from Cowboys PR earlier in the day that Micah was going to play. They didn't tell us what was going on. You get there at the stadium. People said that Micah uh, was dealing with the flu, and they didn't have him out there in warm-ups. He he took everything he could take, he said, after the game, medicine-wise. He performed. That one play on Lane Johnson, when he drove back Lane Johnson, the other uh, eagle lineman tries to jump in there, and he still gets on top of Hurts. And and Lane Johnson is no – that's yeah, no he's chump. Famous, man. Great. Yeah, he, he gonna <laughs> be no chump right great. there. Have a gold jacket. Uh, that 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 was pretty doggone impressive to me. Yeah. I mean, and, and you see it from from the guy his size. Like you would expect something like that from, you know, a guy like you know D Ware's size or something like that coming off the edge. But for him to to line up where he was at. And just say, you know what? I'm going to go straight through you. Like, I'm going to bully you all the way into the quarterback. There was no shake before. There was no swim move, none of that. He just went straight through the six and the five. And like you said, he drove him back. But two linemen. There was another guy you know, trying yeah. to help him out. Couldn't do nothing about it. And still had the strength to hold off Lane Johnson, grab Hurts with the other arm, and bring him down for a sack. I and mean, all three of them all hurt. Just, they just <laughs> get up and just like it was hurts. nothing. I mean, that dude's special, no, man. That, that reminds you, like, as a, from a defensive perspective, if you're trying to tackle a running back who has the power to run you over, then also can shake you, mm, all right, Marson Lynch, Adrian Peterson, guys like that who can cut and make you miss, and then it, it puts you in a position to where you got to play a little, little little soft and a little hesitant because you're not sure what's coming at you at this mm-hmm. point. Because Michael Parsons could beat you with a spin move. He beats you inside, beat you outside, and oh, by the way, he got the power to run right down the middle of you. Yeah. So you can't be as stout as you want to because you also got to be prepared to protect your inside and your outside. And I think that's that like that's the tough part about like guarding a guy like that. Even a guy like Lane Johnson having having to deal with Michael Parsons, you can see that's the type of difficulty uh, that they have when, when dealing with a guy that has 12 sacks 
Yeah. <laughs> that's my that's my excitement, man, for watching him is how quick he is off the ball. It's just it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And Lane Johnson already gets a jump. If you watch him, Lane is already jumping. It, it, yeah. it almost looks like he's offside. Whatever. It, I, I don't. They don't call it. But the just the, the way that he's getting off the ball and understanding that Micah's able to get even with him in one step. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, we even. I'm leaving, but still, his he's he's also. Uh, learned a, a multitude of moves. He's not just relying on his speed. He's stepping outside, cutting back inside. He's spin moving, all of that. And just all the different ways that Dan Quinn is using him. And that's why I think, look, I, I didn't see, I didn't hear the broadcast. I didn't watch out because I was there. But, man, if I'm Dan Quinn, when you have a talent like this and you have a young guy in Deron Bland, Diggs, we, we ain't even talk about Diggs, dog. Yeah. <laughs> you get Diggs back. I mean, that game yesterday, I was just sitting there saying to myself, man, when we get, when we in full health on defense, if Diggs had, was able to put his imprint on this game, and I know those ifs and maybes and whatever, but it just tells me how exciting the future looks, especially when you have young guys like this that's balling out. 12 and a half sacks, and I mean, should be 13 and a half. It should be 15. If they call a holding play, man, if they call a holding, <laughs> oh, half of it, because he's being, dog, he's being held. Mugged. And, and Mugged. they're not, and they're not calling it. But I mean, look, everybody else complaining about it. Mike is just going out there handling his business. But man, it's just exciting to see a young guy with that kind of burst and speed. And I don't, if he never slows down, obviously, whatever happens, injury, whatever. That the speed that that guy has is just uncanny. If he adds some weight, this is going to be a problem for a lot of years to come. Okay. You know what the problem will be? How do you pay <laughs> Micah Parsons? Dak is having an MVP-like season. He's going to break the bank. He's, he, you got to get his cap number down. It's like $60 million next year. CD. CD. Oh, by the way, you got CD Land. I mean. And Gilly played the way he played. <laughs> Biotish is up. Yeah, there's gonna, there's gonna be some... somebody missing a boat. You only yeah. got what two nah, years on Bland too, right? You only got two years on him left. Yeah, they're they gonna pause. They, 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 you know, they, 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 they gonna pause on Bland just because when you got a guy like Trayvon, you just play, just paid, and you're worrying about what you do with a guy like Gilmore. Mm-hmm. I think at that point, you you like Deron Bland is playing amazing, but the right now is. If if Gilmore goes out there and plays like this against those receivers that you just named, Diggs, Tyree, Tyree Hill, yeah. St. Brown, and then who knows about the playoffs? It, yeah, it, it's no it way, bro. Especially if he want to be here. Yeah. I know right now there's some guys and agents in the room. Hey, just be prepared, guy. Start trading, dude. Start trading. Just let me know. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Can what? you do that though? Can, can you can you put? You said Diggs is getting what next year? 17? 17, 18? Man, they make it work. Whew, you admit, you're they, right. They make it work. They, the, going, the cap is a mythical thing. All right? Going it's fluid. It. And it's going up. <laughs> and it's, thank you. <laughs> Price they, they, going up. Marlo, but, Marlo, it's going it's up. Going it's going up. up. But they're going to be some – they're going to be looking – you know, there's, there's, I don't know who your man is up to. Is it Chad? Somebody up there has got the highlighter, and they, they already circling dudes. And I, I got about a couple of mine. I ain't gonna name, but right now we can talk about the break. But uh, there's some guys that say, you made me agent, or somebody need to come and tell. Hey, man, just let you know based on what's going on this year. They, they may, they may be coming. When they it, may be coming. When it comes down to Dak Prescott, man, there's, there's no way. You can't. You don't extend it. There's, I mean, he is playing at a level right now. We talked at the beginning of the season about his interceptions. If, if he played the same way, I mean, 
the the year he had last year really cast a, a, a dark cloud over him. Mm-hmm. But coming in, especially last night, man, Dak was dotting. He was dotting guys up. I mean, and he may not have had his best performance by a long shot, but then you see, hey, if I make a mistake, if I need to make a throw, he can make that throw. It's the it's the intangibles that you heard uh, guys like um, the the quarterback for the I can't, Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. talk about and just and praise him for the things that he's doing pre snap. And everybody's talking about how cerebral Dak is playing, and him and Mike are on the same page, obviously in a way that he has the trust in him to make those adjustments at the line. And I think that as the years go on, that you've seen that start to happen with the upper echelon, the best of the best quarterbacks. He's starting to mimic that and look like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, the man. But that was never the issue because Jerry always had talked about his belief in Dak Prescott. That was the outside people who were saying that. The thing now I look about, heck, is the price just went up. Yeah, it was what my man said. Yesterday's price is not, not today's, today's price. So whatever they were about 50. to pay, you at least 50. You, you jumped up another level because of how he's played. And that's why I'm just like, between Parsons, CD, and Dak, man, there's going to be some folks that got to take some haircuts Can I ask here. this question, though? Yeah. When you look at a, a Patrick Mahomes right now, Patrick Mahomes is missing a lot of weapons. He's not the player that you used to, used to seeing him as because he doesn't have them. And mm-hmm. I think he got talked into. I mean, he doesn't have his coach. He doesn't have Cheetah. He doesn't have some of the running backs, the guys that he used to have that made him look as better, as good as he did. I'm I'm looking at Dak and I'm saying, man, look. Okay, I know everybody want to be the highest paid, and I'm not asking them to take less. I'm just saying, how about those guys that don't look the same when you don't have those weapons on the outside? So it happens every time. Only person that you know was able to succeed through time like that, without, you know, is, is Tom Brady. When we talk about a guy who constantly kind of took one. those slight haircuts in order to keep the Gronkowskis and all those guys out there, but you see it now. You had the perfect example with uh, Mahomes out there. He becomes the highest paid, restructures to get even more money. To, he lost Tyreek Hill. You know what I'm saying? He lost uh, Shardavius Ward on the outside, one yeah. of the best corners out there to, to San Francisco. He lost his big tackle, Orlando Brown. They, they're yeah. not able to keep these pieces around him because he's one of the highest paid. And that's, you know, down the line, that's what's going to happen with the Cowboys, in my opinion. But you can't worry about that right now. You're on the road right now to trying to do something special. So all that in the future really doesn't matter. Because, because look at the Rams. All right, the Rams, we take it all, mm-hmm. all right? Because at this point, the, the goal is Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. What does longevity matter if the goal that you're trying to reach ain't the Super Bowl and you're not going to be able yeah. to say, listen, whatever it takes to get there, that's what I'm going to do, all right? And then you can still remain competitive even if you don't get into that situation. Mahomes and no problem is these dudes can't catch the ball. They open, all right? They, they, you, you got guys who just not making plays, and that's but not something that's consistent. have to deal with, though? No, 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 no. Those no, guys, no, no, it's it's money, money, but that's also, money, but yeah. that's also like you just got some bad, like you as an NFL player, what these dudes is doing is different than like we ain't able to pay a guy enough money to catch the football. Like they should that's be able to catch it when you can't grab that. $20 million receiver. That's a $15 great point. million dollar receiver. A, a, a $6 million well, guy should be able to catch. That's what no, you left Noah with. Brown and these dudes was here. They like You should still be able to catch the ball. Like These dudes out here, like, I'm talking about <laughs> fresh I mean, off the chest <laughs> and the helmet. I will go back to, you, you talk about Brady taking <laughs> haircuts. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> Bro, I be, hey, beat him up, ball. I'm, 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 game at the game. Get him out of here, coach. He we, has they, they, no they, they, hands. But they don't got nowhere else to go, right? They don't because have that they don't type of money. Bread, but, yeah. but I'm saying, if I'm paying to do five, six million, you got to be like James Washington, not him no more. 
He can't him. catch the ball. <laughs> like, you can find a guy. We've had guys, Cedric Wilson, all these dudes who can come in here and through the draft or whatever, no, you still got to be able to find dudes who can at least catch the ball because Andy Reid and them still drawing up the plays to get these dudes open. They just – I ain't seen nothing like it, to be honest with so, you. So That's Tom, a great point. Tom saved all that money for them. How many times did they spend that money on receivers? <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. didn't. They didn't. You know, oh, How much they pay Randy? You know, Wes Welker, thank you. Go on. Go on. And Mandola, come do that thing over here. Um, the Chris Hogan, he was up yeah, there for a minute. I mean, you know, they went up there. They just found some dudes who could work with Tom. And Tom was like, he can't catch. He got to go. And they brought in Chad Johnson. Yeah, that didn't work. You got to go. I mean, they brought in some different name guys. And if they didn't get it done, they ran them on out of there. Brandon LaFell was a guy. Okay. He was he was here there and boom he won a Super Bowl with him and Super Bowl well, forty nine against, against yeah. so to me this goes back on management not getting it done. For instance, Clyde Edwards Alaire they used a first round pick on him at running back mm-hmm. when maybe they should have used that on another receiver because clearly they know how to go find other running backs who can play. Um, you traded for Kadarius Tony he can't catch. How long do you let this dude keep on not catching? This is on them. Yeah. Uh, can, can we just get on that also? Yeah. He was outside. Hey, bro. All that whining and crying they was doing yesterday about, bro, these, the dude he was, was off. How many times we done seen our dude line up offside and get caught for line up offside? This dude on offense, referee can't even see the ball. He talking about, oh, oh, we don't want the game to be about that. What? <laughs> Not lining up offside? We don't want it to be about the rules. So wait a minute. That guy said they usually warn us. I'm like, well, since when? And, and, when, the, when the ref go, you ask them. Up. Yeah, I can see them over they, there. They'll hit you up. with some sometimes. That's when you outside the numbers. Yeah. Like, when you outside the numbers, they'll hit you with the, hey, brother, you might want to back up. Kadir's told he was all the way in the hash. He was, it was a condensed split. He was all the way next to the, the tackle. Hey. He ain't about to yell, hey, you better back up. Better back up. No, he ain't about to say that. And then Pat Mahomes say, I saw the picture, but I'm just saying. No, nah, you just saying what? Yeah, <laughs> he outsides, bro. And, the, and he threw the flag him. right when the – like, it ain't like he waited to throw the flag. Man. Bro, he was offside. He took off. It was You offensive offsides, bro. Be mad at your receivers. Had a hell of a but team, I, But I think, I think that's what – like, when, when you say your anger is directed at the wrong person, I no, think that's, that's what that is. Because he can't yell at – you can't yell at his guys, bro, because yeah. he still need them to play. Yeah. So, he got to go off on the road. He really wanted to slap one of them receivers. Yeah. Like, he, he wanted to put – his hands on one of them, right? And I think everybody out here knows that. I ain't seen a team drop passes like this since I've been watching football. And lost two games. Yeah. You've lost your last two games because your guys can't can't mm. make throw. I mean, can't can't catch these passes that are all on the hands right there. Out route. Um, <laughs> no, I just want to say, you know, when you're talking about Belichick and, and that Belichick model, and a lot of teams tried to emulate that, and they failed miserably because he's just a master at evaluating talent for his system that he runs. Mm-hmm. And he believes wholeheartedly in his defensive system. And he's got arrogant and started thinking anybody can call these offensive plays without Tom Brady, and that's not the case. Mm-hmm. He didn't realize he had the coach on the field. And to me, if Dak is – if he is morphing into that, I'm not calling him Tom Brady. I'm just saying if he's morphing into that, then maybe, just maybe, you can you can go with B-level talent. But I don't I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> not with so, him. Hey, Will a heck man. of a town evaluator, but I you know I wouldn't. Nah, I wouldn't oh, do that. The great Scott of Gold. Scott, hey, who, hey, you hey, bring, bringing up, Scott? someone to us, Scott? <laughs> Scott, you gonna you know, go, get that? Who you gonna get in? You want somebody down here? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna buy that helmet? Yeah. Dan Quinn, you know? Right. <laughs> PR extraordinaire, Scott of Gold. There. All right, let's get our uh, last break in here. Um, 
There is something going on here at AT&T State. I want to dive into it with you guys as former players about this little streak here. We'll do that next with Danny McCray, Heckman Harris, and Barry Church. Our new Scott's Players Line brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at Get Jack Black com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip that's get slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip i'm dak prescott quarterback of the dallas cowboys and they snap at the prescott who looks right it's not there he escapes left he'll run for a first down just like football when it comes to crypto it's important to have a team you can trust with blockchain.com i know i'm in good hands since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Experience the most electrifying event of the holiday season, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza, powered by Reliant. Every Friday and Saturday night through December 16th, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza ignites the star in Frisco with an unforgettable holiday experience performance showcasing 65 performance performers including the world-renowned dallas cowboy cheerleader santa claus and appearances from your favorite dallas cowboy football heroes visit the star for more information thank you Heckman harrison your players lounge brought to you by tostitos by the way uh looking at the other uh, games that we picked over the weekend mm. um yeah. cincinnati at indianapolis uh i got it wrong i picked indy yeah. dmac you got it wrong yeah that's a wrap uh, <laughs> Minnesota at Las Vegas. Well, who got, who got it right, though? Oh, man. Welcome back to that Cincinnati game. Listen, dog, y'all was sweating the back, whole time. Y'all know y'all was sweating. Hold on. Go back to that Cincinnati. Who, who okay. had Cincinnati? You got okay, Cincinnati right. right. You had Let's Cincinnati 24-17. Yeah, clap now. Yeah. That last one, you ain't going to yeah. be clapping. Let's go. Yeah, Minnesota at Las Vegas. Hey. Uh, I was I was right. I had it. Uh, I was right. You were right. Okay, that's better. That's better. And D-Mac, you were right. Heckma, you Damn. had Vegas winning 18 <laughs> I needed that one, man. That was a horrible game. That was rough. Thing Seattle, San Francisco, we all got right. Man, we all got right. We, and we also that that game was going to be a lot tougher for San Francisco. And, and it, it, it would have been a lot tougher had, had Gino, Gino played. Play, yeah. Locke, was, Locke was throwing that thing on that, that, I'm telling you, man, San Francisco, they got, they got a chance to go out there and lose. 
Uh, Buffalo at Kansas City. Oh, Barry man. Church was the only one who got it right. Boy. Give me the dust. He had Give Buffalo me the dust. 28 to Give me 24. The dust. How the hell? That's a good pick. It's going to be a tough matchup this week. It's going to be a tough matchup this week. Broncos at the Chargers. He was wrong. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. wrong. Clap, clap on that one. He <laughs> was wrong. Let's ride. Listen, and, and, and this is a common thing between a lot of the teams that are winning games. And some of them, if they had quarterbacks, would be great. You put that in the group message about New York, the New York Jets yeah. and how it's a shame that that great defense is being wasted like that. But out. then they show out and they go out there and they play well. Mm-hmm. Cleveland's defense, Denver's defense, our defense, San Francisco's defense, those are like – here and then you got where, where it breaks off a little bit, and then mm-hmm. the other ones a few far in between. But th- those teams, like the defenses that are being played, defense that is being played in the league by those teams, man, it's, it's just excellent. They got some players out there. They making big time plays. Russ is cooking, but the defense is the story oh, yeah, there. I don't they, care what they, nobody they, they say. Won. Russ doing what he's doing, but their defense is outstanding. Yeah, they they well. were trying to fire old Vance Joseph uh, after the seventy points they gave up uh, in, in Miami, but they have turned things around. So clearly, he's coaching very well along with Sean Payton. Cowboys have now won 15 consecutive at AT&T Stadium, the longest streak by the Cowboys since 1979 and 1988. 18 straight. You two dudes weren't even born the last time that happened. So, (laughs) as former players, do you see a different sense of the – yeah, it's Texas Stadium. Um, Do you guys see a different sense in the atmosphere at AT AT&T Stadium? 100%. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. You know, when, when we were playing, at AT&T Stadium, it wasn't like it, it is now. And yeah. that's just calling a spade a spade. When you went there to those, whether it's night games, noon games, they had the, the they on. had the lubes on. <laughs> you know, they was fresh to death. Everybody was out there, and, and, and they find us. Yeah. Right? And, and there wasn't a lot of white towels being waved around, screaming on third down. Man, we did the game over there um, against oh, Thursday night, Thanksgiving yeah. against Seattle. We're on the sideline sitting there. You could just feel the energy. Like when that kickoff was about to go, I mean, it, it felt like the stadium was vibrating. Yeah. Third downs come around, it, it was so loud you can barely hear yourself think out there. And those are the type of atmospheres where teams they they feel that they 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 feel that energy coming from off the off the uh, off the fans or whatever. Third down, you make a big play, the whole crowd goes ooh, mm. like that's that's unreal. Like when when Damone Clark and, and Bell converged on Smith for that crazy. Hit, big hit, everybody crazy. was going crazy yeah. in there, and, and you could feel that as a player. So it's definitely a a big time advantage for them at uh, AT and C. So, so you saying there's a college atmosphere in there now? Yeah, I, what, it's, what, it's almost there. Well, I'm gonna say what 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 what, what we at SEC, Big Twelve. What we at? Nah, we they, right they, they right now I give them Big Twelve right now. They, they ain't SEC they, yet. They, 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 they ain't SEC yet. They ain't SEC yet. Man, man, Kansas right now. But Newey gonna be hanging out there. Big Twelve. My dude. So they ain't made it to the Death Valley. They ain't not yet. Not yet. They ain't swamp. For like four hours while they walking there. Yeah, them boys, hey. Drunk. Since Friday, Hey, let them keep winning. By the time they get back for Detroit for the last home game of the season, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Johnson's going to be. <laughs> so when he gets. Oh, that's going to be yeah. crazy. Hey, they'll be drunk then. <laughs> New Year's coming too. 
Come on, man. Come on, now. December 30th. They can't, can't see you. Uh, New Year's right after that. They, they mm-hmm. can't sell enough cowboy readers in that place. Cowboy. The readers were strong, man. That's all I got to say. The readers were strong, man. We were stacking them up, man. Before we get out of here, we got two Monday night games Two Monday games. Green Bay's at the Giants. Green Bay favored by six. Church, give me a At the Giants? Yes. Oh, yeah. Give me. Yeah, Love's playing unbelievable. Give me Green Bay 27-20. Is Tyrod Taylor playing quarterback tonight? No. Is DeVito? DeVito. You're not going to pick him? No, man. I had to learn my lesson. I had to learn my lesson, man. I'm going Green Bay. Oh, you got Green Bay? Green Bay? Yeah, I got Green Bay. I need their defense to play well. Green Bay. I'm going to... What you got? Score wise. Oh, 31 10. 31 10. Yeah. I'm going 27 27 27 14. It's going to be ugly. Uh, give me Green Bay 22 12. Tennessee. Going to go visit Coach Soul down there at Harlem. Oh, they going to Miami? That's right. Oh, man. Two 13 and a half point favorites mm. in this one. It's just a little trap. It's a trap. <laughs> you think it's a trap? Yeah, I, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going in my help. Uh, I'm going Miami. Let's go 21-19. It's gonna be close. Oh. I think they're gonna run the ball. I think Derrick Henry. Yeah, I think uh, he was concussion last time. So, oh, he, is he going to play? I don't know. Oh, he don't play. It's a wrap. Go ahead, D-Mac. Yeah, I'm going 31-17, uh, Miami. Yeah, give me the yeah, yo. They're gonna cover as well. Yeah, give me uh 31, 31-10. I gotta ask you guys, man. As far you, you talked about the home field advantage, and now with the way that the seating is mapping out, right? Cowboys obviously got to continue to win over the tough part of this season, but is it the one or two seed that is most intriguing to you? Because for me, I'm, as I'm looking at that two seed, I'm saying that two seed going, you're gonna end up getting Green Bay coming to coming to AT&T which I don't mind yeah. you know a green bay i mean you're going to get a lower seed or one of those teams that that Possibly a home game, you, you're going to be pretty good. You got to get home. I think you got to get number one seed. One. I mean, this team is so different at home versus the road. You're saying the whole way through. Yeah, you, there was a stat out there. I mean, this team is averaging 41 points per game at home as opposed to on the road. They're only averaging 23. So, to me, the Cowboys, you, you got to get as many home games as you possibly can once the playoffs come. So, I, I you got to go to number one seed. You, you can't lose if you don't play. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's one true. seed, get the bye week, <laughs> get on up out of there. Mm-hmm. And whoever comes to at t Stadium after that, they got to come see you at a place where at that point hopefully you didn't want with 15 16 straight yeah, exactly 15 straight 15. At time. 15 straight so yeah one seed take the week off right practice and then come back in and the only reason oh, i yeah. say that is because of the way that san francisco is playing right now i mean yeah, they, nobody wants to see them nobody want to yeah. see them and i'm just saying like they look like they have just they got the number one seed on lock right now I, i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest with you this is gonna be i think san francisco has gotten better I think we are a totally different team since we played San Francisco. Uh, I think we're a totally different team. Like I said, we went into the bye week. Everything mm-hmm. changed. We see we see Brandon Cooks getting involved. You see what C.D. Lamb is doing. You see the defense playing better. Damone Clark and those young guys starting hey, to get Lamb. a little bit more comfortable. Oh yeah, by the way, Gilly's gonna be traveling on IU. I think it's a little. I think it's a little different. I'm good. I, I don't. I don't want that. But, but so I don't. I don't, I don't think. It, I don't think it's that big of a difference right now. So I'm not worried about San Fran. Whoa. Give me. Give me. No. No. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna get the two seed. No, no, I'm not gonna get the two seed, so I, so I don't have to play them. You, know what I'm so you ain't worried like if no, we match. It's not like oh no, nah, let's get the two seed. I'm, saying, I'm not I'm not worried about them enough to say I'm gonna I'm pass up a bye week. Oh, okay. I, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. 
Give me Miami to win, by the way, 42 17. Oh, damn. Um, oh man. You, this, this, man. FanDuel? <laughs> <laughs> we got Tua. We got Tua. About to get the yeah, Tua nod up here. Yeah. 13 and a half. Or yeah. 13 and a half. Ooh, what are um, by by the way, uh, prayers up to your boy Justin Herbert. They didn't broke him. Uh, yeah, he out for this. Killing man, killing man, killing. They didn't broke the man. Yeah, I, gotta, I gotta go out west now. Man. <laughs> yeah. I, gotta, I gotta go out west, man. Yeah, go help him pack his bags. Go <laughs> <laughs> over there. Go <laughs> there. Take him a dump. Only thing. Take him a dump. Pick him. Uh, go him out. Pick him all yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, the man's had enough. <laughs> had the man's enough. had enough. <laughs> all right, we got McCarthy coming up here at three o'clock. Let me get upstairs. Hey, Danny McCray, thank you. Heckman Harrison, thank you. Barry Church, thank you. Chris Jazz. Big Will, Joshy, everybody's a part of this. We appreciate your players. Live brought to you by Tostitos. Talk to you tomorrow right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!